0: Hey everybody, we are just wanting to bring some content, some encouragement to you during this time and I just felt uh, something that God put on my heart that I really wanted to share with you. Many of you know that not that long ago I was in Uganda uh, working with some of our partners out there, Herbert and Eve, Wanjala and their organisation Wellspring. One of the things that I saw a lot as I was going around some of the different areas in the towns were plots of land. And they were empty plots of land and they would have big signs up saying this land is not for sale. And uh, I, I found it quite curious. So I, I said to Herbert, I was like, Did they have to put these signs on the land. Is that like a requirement that is given to them? Uh, or or, or are people just doing that out of their own steam? And Herbert said to me, yeah, they have to put these signs up because we have so many cases of people who will come back and find that somebody's just built something on their land. And it really got me thinking about a lot of things, but it got me thinking about the fact that if we don't maintain territory, if we don't maintain the claim on what jesus has bought for us then the enemy will try and take it and will try and take it back it's often been said that the cross of jesus was in a very similar way to d-day the d-day landings when the allied troops arrived on the normandy beaches historians will say that that was the moment that the war was won and yet there was going to be months of fighting and it was going to be hard grafting and hard work to actually come to what would become VE Day, Victory in Europe Day. And in many ways what Jesus did on the cross was that nail in the coffin of hopelessness and death and injustice and pain. But now we live in this tension of the kingdom that is and the kingdom that is yet to come the fullness of what jesus has bought and paid for us right now we are being bombarded by images and news and fear like never before and you probably heard words flying around like the word panic the word um pandemic uh, pandemonium all of these words really interestingly come from the Greek word pan which means for all but for many of you you may well know that one of the major gods within the Greek pantheon again that word uh, was the was the Greek god god pan now pan was symbolized by it being half man half goat right and he was the god of the wild and wildness within nature I mean there was loads of fertility stuff around the worship of pan but basically A lot of where we get the word panic and pandemonium. Pandemonium means all of the demons. Panic means everybody in a state of fear and terror. Pam was given his name because the God said that he would both please and affect everybody. And right now we are seeing panic on our streets, panic in our nations, panic in our supermarkets. Jesus was with his disciples one day. He took them to a place called Caesarea Philippi, which interestingly was the home base in the ancient world for the worship of this God. And in the midst of the confusion, in the midst of the highly sexualized, erotic and dangerous worship of this God, Jesus steps in and he says, who do you say I am? And isn't that the question? Isn't that the question for us in this moment? Who do we say Jesus is? I don't know about you, but for me, Jesus is Lord and Saviour and King. He has not fallen from his throne. None of this has taken him by surprise. He is the one who is crowned with many crowns. The word corona is the Latin word for crown. He's the only one that we should be crowning right now. And Peter responds and says, you're the Christ. You're the son of the living God. And Jesus turns around and basically says to him, this hasn't been revealed to you by man, but by my father in heaven. And then Jesus goes on and he makes this incredible statement. He says that he will build his church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. We live in a time right now where churches, services, meeting places are being closed down. But how many of you know you cannot stop love? You cannot stop the church. The church is the militant advancement of a new world order a new world being formed in the shell of the old the scriptures talk about a new heaven and a new earth that is bursting out on the scene that word for new is the word kanos and it means to be made as good as new to be brought back to its original what an opportunity we have right now to not just go to church but to be the church to love the people around us to be the hands and feet of Jesus to rise up above fear you know it's often said that the the command to fear not is in the scriptures over 365 times i would argue it's there a lot more but even if it was only 365 times that means that there is that command that promise that we don't need to be afraid that's given to us for every single day of the year So my brothers and sisters, Aaron Community Church, let's decide during this time when we can't necessarily meet together and can't necessarily go to church, let's choose to be the church, to love our neighbours, to love those who might not have access to the kind of things that we have and let's make a difference during this time. God bless you, may you know Jesus walks with you, may you live fully under the knowledge that his shadow and his presence surrounds you, may you be protected, may you walk out and make a difference everywhere.